Go. It's the comic, 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 comic book bullies. Man, you come right out of a comic book. Welcome back to the Comic Book Bullies with Nerdist New Bully. I'm your host, Leroy, a.k.a. Dick Clark, uh, with my co-host. This is Eli, uh, Baby New Year. <laughs> See, the, the youngest, they won't know who Dick Clark is, though. They, they think it's, get your mind out of the gutter. That was the guy that used to do, like, the New Year's host back in the 90s and shit like that when it was a New Year. Because today, the day that we're recording on is the last day of the week, last day of the month, last day of the year, and the last day of the decade. So this is it. This is monumentous. This is stupendous. How does that is, make you feel? Oh, uh, I feel old, old as fuck, man. <laughs> if you really think about it, because like I said, when we were kids, we used to dream about what 2020 was like. No, honestly, 2020 was so far away. I couldn't even imagine it. Like 2000 was like supposed to be the big time, you know. Buck because, Rogers. Yeah, you know, Buck Rogers of the 21st century. We're in the fucking 21st century. <laughs> 20 years into the 21st century. Right, like we're deep into the 21st century. Like, And it's funny because people still haven't, haven't even wrapped their heads around that we're in the second, we're going into the second decade of the, of the new millennium. they still thinking like 2000 yeah. was like like a couple years ago. Like, no, yeah, if, thought- if you had a kid born in 2000, they're fucking like graduating now or some shit, you know. Yeah, Getting they're jobs. adults. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your daughter, if, you, yeah. if you, you're a shitty father, probably in a strip club somewhere, you know. Old enough. So yeah, so that's the world we live in now. You blink and and it's gone. That's it. Like I said, we are like Back to the Future. We thought that was the future. We're we're past Back to the Future now. We're like four or five years past what Back to the Future was gonna was gonna be set in the future. Yeah, Uh, we're past Blade Runner. Yeah, Blade Runner is in the past. Yeah, that's and they had flying cars and robots and clones and whatever. I fell asleep in a movie, so I don't know what else they had. But whatever else they had, it was in there. So. We yeah, we're them. we're more like we're more like children of men or clockwork orange. That's, that's where the way we're, we're headed. That's the way we're headed. Yeah. So, like I said, we survived the Mayan apocalypse that we were supposed to be taking out in 2012. So, yeah, that's the thing. So, uh, okay. Now that being said, can we talk about Brie Larson boobs? Does she have boobs? Uh, apparently, she does. Shock me. Well, okay. Yeah. Okay. I know you saw the clip I sent you. I sent it to everybody. I saw. I saw the. I saw you post something, but I, I was like, "Damn, what, what's that? What's she doing?" Uh, but I, <laughs> so I didn't, didn't really click on you it. You didn't even look at her face. Basically, that's what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Eli. Okay, but you know what? I feel like we could talk about this because it doesn't feel like we're being misogynist, you know, or you know, or being sexist, you know, for talking about the the female body. We just like earlier this year. We, you know, we named Adam Wade Adams the sexiest man in outright geekery. So I think we're owed this. That's right. Yeah. So we, yeah. we get one freebie, you know, to be sexist for a while. So, yeah. So basically sure. what happened is that she was on the Jimmy Kimmel show. Jimmy Kimmel wasn't on the Jimmy Kimmel show. She was the guest host. And she came out in this, like, really, really tight dress. You saw the dress, you know. It's all yeah, I saw the picture, yeah. Yeah, so she came out, you know, and, yeah, apparently she's got boobs. Nice ones, you know. 
Go go figure. She's a Marvel superhero. So yeah, she did all the training to be Captain Marvel like that. She has to do like some real training to get her body to look like a superhero. So now she's just like, fuck it, I'm gonna just show this shit off. Fuck it, why not? Um if if the if the male guys can do it, why can't she do it? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So they're always walking around shirtless and uh, you know, Chris Pratt and like he's always taking Instagram selfies shirtless and shit like that. So fuck it, she can do it too. She worked hard for that. But here's the thing, Eli. Remember Fanboy's supposed to hate Brie Larson. So when they saw okay. that clip and they started walking out, now they're confused. They don't know what to think. Like, my, my head, in my head, I hate her. But my penis says forgive her. I don't know. They're just confused. They don't know what to think, you know. Like, at the end of the day. Gonna hate, they're going to hate stroke to her? Right. <laughs> oh, I hate you. But I guess that's what they did. This is the weirdest boner I ever had. <laughs> Like at the end of the day, she's still not a hot blonde, you know, because it's always, you know, you always name like, you know, we're in these nerd sites and shit like that. Everybody's always naming who's the hottest, you know, chicken in Marvel like that. And it's always Scarlett Johansson, you know, Elizabeth Olsen. If somebody says Brie Larson, they look at you crazy like Brie Larson, right? You're going to stank face for it. Like she's still a hot blonde at the end of the day. Okay. So, yeah, she doesn't like white dudes. Guess what? I'm not a white dude. So I can say Brie Larson. There you go. You got a shot. Exactly. I got a better shot than they do. It's so shoot. So I say, like, why not? You know. Uh, but it's just funny because they're just so confused about what to think about that. Um, I was going somewhere with this. Yeah, um, but you got sidetracked. I did get sidetracked. I was, I was thinking about Brie Larson boobs and didn't know where to go with this. <laughs> but yeah, that's the whole point. Uh, she's still a hot chick. She's still in the top. Oh yeah, that's where I was going with that. Yeah, they always name them, but you know who I always pick anyway. Eli, you know I'm always pick uh, uh, Misty Knight. So. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, they yeah, never put yeah. her in the conversation, but that's what I'm gonna pick anyway. No, that's too bad because yeah, she yeah. Yeah, that's just me. She's but, a yeah, she's a brick house. Yeah. Ow. <laughs> that's not gonna be the last song because we need a song for uh 2019. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, let me see if we move on to the actual meat of the podcast. Let's do it. Okay, let's do it. All right. So yeah, so we're gonna jump into the meat of the podcast and Eli, give it to me. What is the number one movie of the week? Is it Star Wars again? It is Star Wars again. Of course, you know, Star Wars is going to just completely run away with it. Uh, let's look at the numbers and see where it's at right now. Right now, it is at $725 million. So, it's a quarter of a billion right now, already in the second week. So, quarter of a billion? A quarter of a billion, yeah, because it's $725 million, So, yeah. Twenty-five million more. Than oh, three, million. Qu- three quarters. What, three what did quarters I say? Quarter million. Three quarters. You said oh, a fuck quarter. My math off. That's why I'm podcasting. <laughs> my math sucks. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, uh, three quarters of a billion. But she's a quarter of a million. Not she. Oh yeah, because Ray. Uh, a quarter of a million away from a billion, basically. So by next week, as long as the pace keeps going, uh, Star Wars will probably be at a billion. And you know, and it's just gonna keep going from there. Like I said, the, the, whether the movie was gonna make a billion was a foregone conclusion. We knew it was gonna make that. We just wanna know how many billions it's gonna make. That's the question. You know, I didn't know it was gonna make a billion. After Solo, I was pretty much like thinking. <laughs> well, but see, that's the thing because, like I said, I, I been, wasn't sure if it was gonna make a billion. Right. So, so everybody boycotted Solo. You know, like we won. Yes. Yeah, like, okay, you killed the franchise. So everybody, <laughs> you know, not making another movie for like the next ten years, some shit like that. Good job, assholes. You know. So this movie, but here's the thing. That's what I said. I've been on Twitter. Fan reaction. Fans love this movie. 
Yeah. You know, it's only, and that's what I've been trying to tell people. Like, the fans that actually watch this movie, love this movie. It's the asshole critics and Rotten Tomatoes defenders, thing like that, and people that don't like Star Wars. They're the ones shitting on the movie. But they probably want to see the movie anyway. Or they probably went to yeah. saw the movie just to bitch about it. I watched it before I even clicked this, uh, before we even started watching this podcast. I clicked on a two-hour review, and you you called it, Eli. You called it. I clicked on a two-hour review of some neckbeard just shitting on this movie for two hours, picking apart every single thing happening in it, and just was just saying, this is what makes the movie so bad. Like, two hours? Really? You can pick apart everything? Like, Okay. I could watch another movie in two hours. Exactly. You can, just watch, you can watch the movie again in two hours. Like, I'm going to really just watch this shit for another two hours of you just ranting over just bullshit. Uh, and then she shot lightning out of her hand. Uh, like, come on, dude. Explain all this shit. Yeah, because that's never happened in the Star Wars movie. Right. Oh, and then she force healed. Uh, just the worst thing ever. Like, they force healed in, like, every single video game and TV show ever. So, like, they just Baby Yoda did it, like, last week. It's... Yeah, like, the day before the movie came out. So, But they, they yeah. got to have something. They got to get clickbait. They got to do something. Yeah. So like, yeah, it's the it's the it's mandatory. Let's shit on Star Wars week. Exactly. Yeah. So all all the this Catholic... movie's so much fun. Man, this movie's so fun it pisses me off. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, why would you watch a movie that you hate and spend two hours, re- you know, reviewing it, picking apart shit? Like, yeah. first off, you have to remember everything about it. A shitty movie, I don't remember shit about it. <laughs> you know, but for some reason, they remember Welcome every single. That's the future we live in now. So they can remember every single detail, minute detail of shit that we miss on a movie that they hate. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. Uh, number two, <laughs> Jumanji the next level. Let's see, because the movie almost did a billion last year. What's it doing now? Eh, eh, I guess. I don't know, Eli. I, I guess I feel like everything they needed to say, they said in the last movie. From what I, what I need to know. That's that's because you like the last one. I like the last one, but I was like, it, you don't need another one. It was a one and done thing. That's it. But of course, you know, because it makes money, you gotta do another one. Like that, really? Mm-hmm. Just let it be a thing. But that's where we live in. We live in a society. Uh, number three, Frozen Two. Uh, number four, Little Women. Another one. They keep making those. Little Women. Okay. Yeah. Uh, number five, Spies. Okay. Black this time. Spies in the skies. <laughs> no, no, I, I saw that. I saw that this weekend. You saw Spies. Uh, Spies in the skies. Yeah. Oh, what's that now? Okay, so that is a Will Smith movie. Like I said, I know it was a banned topic, but hey. He saw somebody would talk about him. So it's a it's a, it's a cartoon where Will Smith oh, is a okay. spy and Tom Holland, you know, of Spider-Man fame, is like this geeky beta male scientist or whatever like that. And he turns Will Smith into a pigeon. So it's the, okay. Yeah, it's it's the dumbest I mean it's based on a it's based on a, a five minute like cartoon on YouTube, something like that called Pigeon Impossible. If that makes any sense. But okay. it's got nothing to do with what we're doing now. So basically, Will Smith is a pigeon the rest of the movie. And yes, that sounds like the dumbest plot ever. And it is. And the thing is, the plot is so dumb, you're going to watch it and be like, okay, what else are you going to do with this? And they do some like really insane shit. And the more insane they get, the more you're just like, okay, that was, I didn't expect that coming. So yeah, like I said, my nephew wanted to see it. And it was Christmas. So the whole family decided to go, and we decided to sit there and just watch Spies in the Sky. Mom and Dad fell asleep. Uh, the rest of us, we were up watching it and, you know, laughing at it. Because it was like, this shit is so stupid. How do you not laugh at it? You know? <laughs> so, yeah, the most insane premise you can think of in a movie. 
Uh, ben Mickelson plays the bad guy in it, so you know he's it was a good bad guy in it. Uh, okay. Yeah, it, it, I'm like I said, anybody if you just want to uh, take your kids to go see a movie, you can do worse than Spies in Disguise. That's it. Nothing I want to see okay. again, but it was cool for for a kids movie. So, All right. Cool. Three point five. Slap a score on it. Three point five out of five. I'm good because I was entertained at the time. I really was. Even though the the premise is just the, the dumbest shit I ever heard before, like Will Smith is a pigeon. Okay, let's see what happens. You know, uh, what else we got? Uh, Did he play a fish? He was he did was it fish tail or shark tail or something? One he played of those. a fish, right? But he yeah. wasn't like turned into a fish or anything like like he was a fish. Uh, he was a fish, yeah. He was Matter of fact, wasn't Martin Scorsese in that movie? Was he? I think oh he yeah, was. <laughs> that's right. Now that's real cinema. <laughs> Or what was it? Was it the Animaniacs with the pigeon? The, was it the Godfeathers or what did it call? Yes, it was pigeons? the Godfeathers where they had a guy voicing. No, one guy was voicing. Oh, well, you know, doing an impression of Martin Scorsese, and the main guy was doing an impression of Joe Pesci. And then they had the statue of Martin Scorsese, and then they were always right. shitting on that they. You know what's funny about that is that I saw that cartoon before I saw the Goodfellas movie. So I didn't get All the right. references, but it was still funny. I was like, I don't know what the fuck's happening, but these these pigeons, and they were pigeons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the shit was funny. I was just like, I don't know what the hell's going on, but the shit's just funny. Oh, you think I'm funny? You think I'm a comedian? Oh, I'm in here just to amuse you? You know, they're doing that some damn pigeons. And I'm just like, I don't know what the hell's going on, but it's just funny. So when I see Joe Pesci doing it real life in a movie, I the shit was like comedy to me. I thought it was funny as hell. I thought the whole thing was like a parody or satire or something. <laughs> You know, <laughs> so wild yeah. as fuck. Uh, what else we got? Uh, Knives Out. Like I said, you've seen that. Uh, oh, Uncut Gems. Now I saw that. I, I I thought you would see that. <laughs> I did see it. Yeah. All right. So what you what you think about that one? It was cool. I really dug on it. Um, Adam Sandler. He's uh, just uh, it's it's just one of those crime dramas. You know, street crime hoodlum. Uh, flicks, you know, like Mean Streets or, or Fresh or, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and he's just, just this diamond broker. He's a degenerate fucking gambler that owes money to all the wrong people. And the movie is just him trying to wheel and deal and hustle to, you know, to get that score to pay off everybody. And that's pretty much the premise of the movie. But it's 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 cool. I mean, it's, if you're into those crime dramas like that, it, it, I think you know, you'll dig on it. I heard a bunch, I heard a bunch of people bitching about how boring it is, but that's cause you know, well, you know, you're an idiot. If you're, if you don't understand what's going on, then yeah, I think you would they probably think it was boring. explosions every five seconds. That's the world we live yeah. in. Yeah. I found it really entertaining. I thought towards the end, it got super intense. Like I was like on the edge of my seat, like, Oh shit. Oh shit. You know? <laughs> so I thought it was really cool. Um, and these guys did the, the, were they the, the Safdie brothers? They're these new filmmakers. I saw their other movie called Good Time, starring uh, Patman. Uh, what's his name? The uh, new Batman Pattinson, kid. Pattinson, yeah, yeah, him. And it was really good. And he plays a scumbag. And it, you watch. It's just kind of like to say, yeah, these like New York, uh, you know, street movies and shit. He's wheeling and dealing and hustling and shit. Um, and uh, and yeah, Adam Sandler plays a great scumbag degenerate gambler. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. It, like, have just, you ever seen Adam Sandler like, in, in a real movie? Not one of those Happy Madison uh, movies, but uh, I mean, other than Uncut Gems. Like, I punch was that, that Punch Drunk Love? Or yeah, whatever? like he's actually good yeah. in those movies. Yeah, 
like he, he, just do, he, he just does these happy Madison movies just to fuck off, you know, because he knows he can do them, you know. Yeah. He can crank them out a weekend and shit. But yeah, when he plays movies like this, he's actually really good at them. So. Yeah, and he's he's good. Yeah, he is really good. He plays, you know, he plays a total New York uh, upper Diamond District Jew guy, and you know he's just constantly fucking up. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just yeah, it was really cool. Like the the first shot has got me. Like I've been thinking about it ever since I saw it. This is yesterday, but it starts out because he's a diamond broker. Mm-hmm. Um, he's it starts out. The intro is like in Africa, the mining. They're mining for diamonds, right? Mm-hmm. And um, and they find this the opal, this like uncut, you know, diamond rock. Um, and then the the camera like zooms in onto the diamond and goes inside the diamond, and you see all the colors of the diamond. And then it starts looking like the universe, like the galaxy, like space and shit. You're going like through a journey through space. And then you keep going through space. Then all of a sudden it starts turning into like a tunnel. And then it zooms out and you're watching a colonoscopy. (laughs) And it's it's Adam Sandler's colonoscopy. What the? Okay. And that's like the beginning. That's like the opening shot of the movie. And I've just been like thinking about like, why the fuck did they do that? And I'm just like thinking because he was so obsessed with this, this, this jewel, this this gem that he was trying to, trying to sell. And then you got Kevin Garnett. Who plays himself, like, <laughs> and he like like lends it to Kevin Garnett. He, yeah, I he heard comes Kevin Garnett bi- was in the movie, and I heard he was like like yeah, the he, basketball player. Like, okay, yeah, he plays himself. Like, he plays himself, and he brings in uh, like you know, oh, he yeah, comes in. He played the, for your team, so of course, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He comes in and um, because because Adam Sandler owns a, a di- he's a diamond broker. He owns a shop, a diamond store, mm-hmm. and he comes in to buy some diamonds and shit. Some bling, and then he shows the, you know, the that the 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 opal to to KG. He's like, oh man, oh man, you gotta let me, you know, I could feel the energy off this man. You gotta let me borrow this for the game tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and then he does. He and it's like he keeps making these fucking. And he oh, that's the thing is he owes all this money. He plans on like auctioning off this opal to get you know a bunch of money. And then, but then he lends it to KG. And of course, KG disappears with it. But at the same time, he KG gave him his uh, his his um, what do you call it? The Stanley Cup, not the Stanley Cup. What are the basketball players? What do they go for? NBA championship. What, what do they play for? Yeah, the champion, the championship yeah. ring. Yeah, he gives he he gives Adam Sandler the championship ring as collateral, mm-hmm. and then he goes and pawns it. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what basically happened because he owes all this money. And he, yeah, it's it's a crazy movie. And I, I was like really into it. It was funny and it was like, but it got in, it got really intense. It's in, towards the end. Like I said, it's like one of those street crime movies and shit. So I I enjoyed it. I, I thought it was really good. I'm hearing what like what can use to make the movie like they've already made their money back. You know. So, because the funny thing about I'm sure it, it's just a, it's just a bunch of acting. It's just actors acting and shit. And handheld cameras. It's got that gritty New York street feel to it. You know what I'm saying? Very very uh, indie indie uh, indie film. You know. Okay. So, I mean, because yeah, you know, Adam Sandler had that Netflix deal where he had to do like six Netflix deals, some movies like that, something like that. He's already done those movies. He cranked them out so fast. He's done with them. Yeah. So no, I, them, I didn't even know they was out. They was like, you just look up. He got like movies out and shit like that. One of them pretty good. Murder mystery. I actually like that one. 
So yeah. Uh oh yeah, slap score on it. Oh, I give it a four four out of five. It's good. It's cool. I liked it. Cool, cool. Okay. <laughs> uh what else we got? We got cats who nobody oh. saw. I saw I actually saw a live performance of that um on the, the New Year's, like way back in the day. My my baby mama used to work at a dinner theater and they had a live production of cats and I went and saw it one night. So oh. I've seen cats. I don't know what it's about, just a bunch of cats singing and shit. That's what that's what <laughs> I mean. There's no plot to it, it's just cats singing. Like, you know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know, they just say their name, they sing, and then they leave the stage. That's about it. So I guess it's a weird movie. Uh, yeah. But yeah, nobody saw it. They say this movie's going to be like a... Because like, you know, Uncut Gems, they said, you know, it costs nothing to make that movie. Not cats. Everybody in the movie was CGI. Not only were they CGI, they replaced, they upgraded the CGI while the movie was still in the theaters. Huh? Yeah. So apparently, the I don't know how this worked. It, it debuted this week, last week, something like that. It's in when the movie debuted, they did something where they still upgraded the CGI in the movie. Like, you know, like fuck DLC or some shit. I don't know how the fuck they did it, but whatever. <laughs> they DLC'd to the movie theater? I guess like, so. <laughs> Just download the content. Boom. There we go. <laughs> Upgrade. Update. The movie went through. Right. <laughs> Wait, let's install the new patch before we play this movie. You know? <laughs> That's the world we live in. <laughs> 2020 can't get here soon enough. Uh, number nine, Bombshell. What, what, what is this? Not about it. Oh, that's that. That's that about the Fox News. Uh, oh, chicks. I want to see that. Yeah, it looks good too. Yeah, because that's some that's some real shit, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, like everybody's real except Margot Robbie, but Margot Robbie just saying like she just played like all the the blonde white chicks that was in Fox News. She just playing like an amalgamation of all of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but really, like everybody's playing somebody real. So Charlize yeah. Theron is like Megan Kelly. Right. Megan. I'm like, whoa. Okay, I want to see what the fuck went down there. You know. <laughs> you can you can imagine if we live in the Me Too era, so you can imagine all those old dudes and all these young hot chicks. You know some fucked up shit happened. Oh yeah, it's like waiting to happen. It's like you you, you brewing soup. No. <laughs> uh, number ten, we have Richard Jewell. I know you told me what is this again? That's that dude, the bomber, the Olympia, the Olympics bomber, bomb you, guy, whatever. You told me that last week, and you're gonna tell me next week also. <laughs> That's how much of a history buff I am. So yeah, that is the uh the box office numbers. Uh, since the end of the year, should we name off like the top movies of the year? Sure. I mean, like uh like the the highest grossing movies of the year. Sure. Let me see if I can find them. Oh, I found it. Well, Endgame, Joker. Yep. Let's see. 2019. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Give it to you. So <laughs> okay. you you guess the first one. You guess the first one. Avengers Endgame. Can you guess the second one? It's not is Joker. It- it's not. Is it Lion King? It is. It is Lion King. Okay. I'm just calling the rest of them because the rest of me not gonna get. Because <laughs> some of these <laughs> movies you're gonna forget they even came out. Uh, number three we have Toy Story four. Oh um, yeah, yeah. Completely forgot the movie came out. Uh, number four, Captain Marvel. Wow, seen, really? Yeah, yeah it did that seen, good? No shit. Yeah, like that movie. That's what fanboys do. They boycotted the movie into a billion dollars. <laughs> so that's what we do. Uh, number five, Frozen two. Now keep in mind, Eli, what were we the top five movies are all Disney. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> it's insane. I think I read some I don't know if this is true or not. Maybe we got covered something like that. I'm hearing like Disney uh um, uh gross like eighty percent of Hollywood's profits this year. Yeah. 
for some shit. I don't know how true that is, but I thought I was like, that can't be true. But I'm looking at the numbers. It, it might be looks, true. Sounds like it, yeah. yeah. I mean, every like, movie's there. Like, <laughs> I think the first one, on the, the one, the only non-Disney movie on the list is Spider-Man Far From Home. Oh. And that might as well be a Disney movie because they made that shit too. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So that was number six. Number seven, Star Wars Rise of Skywalker. So that's not bad. Uh, number seven, and it just came out last week. That just came out a week ago, yeah. Yeah, so that's... People want to say... You can't say it's a flop. You can't say it's a disappointment because, damn, look at it. You know, it's yeah. doing numbers. It may not be doing the same numbers that t- the other two movies did, but hell, look what it's doing with everything else. You know, uh, number eight, Aladdin. Uh, okay. Number nine, now we finally get the Joker. Oh, okay. Yeah, like which is weird because, like I said, the Joker... Is that the, is that the first non-Disney movie? <laughs> Uh, other than Spider Man, yeah. Other than Spider Man, which is yeah. Sony, Sony, which technically it is too, because Disney made it. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So yeah, it's the first. No, it's the only. No, 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 no. I take the back. I take the back. Joker is the highest grossing non Disney movie other than Spider Man on this list. The second highest grosses is It Chapter Two. Really? That made that much money? That's yeah. on there. Yeah, so it's, it's on there also. So it chapter two. I oh, haven't shit. seen any of them, but they're starting to sell both movies as like one movie. So I'm thinking like, should I buy that bundle? And go for it. I've never like I've never seen any of them. Like the old C- CBS TV show back in the '80s with Tim Curry. Didn't see that one. You know? Don't watch that. That one sucks. Yeah, I thought that, everybody <laughs> keeps saying like that's. Oh, you gotta watch that because they saw it when they were five years old. <laughs> I guess I don't, I don't the know. Shit out of them. <laughs> Oh, here's the funny thing is number eleven. I'm not gonna keep going, but number eleven is Jumanji: The Next Level. Wow, and that's been out a week, right? And that's been out a week. You know what? It's fun. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep going because actually, because I forgot <laughs> some of these other movies even came out. Okay, so we're at number eleven, right? Number twelve is Us. Wow, no shit. Yeah, so it's up there. So I didn't. I didn't expect that to be up that high. Uh, number thirteen, Hobbs and Shaw. And twelve is, I mean, us was that's Blumhouse, right? That's Blumhouse. So you know they yeah. made money because they did it like five yeah. minutes like this. So they made their money back. Yeah. yeah so, oh, uh, Lupita, she was supposed to be in some other movie. What was supposed to be supposed to be in? They got canceled. A Scorsese movie? No, the John uh, no. Woo movie. She was supposed to be in the John Woo. Yeah. John Woo. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw that. I heard that on Geeks Have. You said it was to be John Woo. Yeah. But the killer. Some, some the killer remake. Yeah, which they don't need to do. But they yeah. don't need to do. Yeah, but they're gonna do it anyway because that's where we live in. <laughs> uh, number twelve was us. Number thirteen, Hobbs and Shaw was up there. Okay. okay. Number fourteen, John Wick. Wow. John Wick Chapter Three, Parabellum. That's the thing. Like the year has been so crazy. Like a lot of movies I forgot came out this year. <laughs> you know. Uh, number fifteen, How to Train Your Dragon, the Hidden World. Yeah, you fuck about this. The sixteen, Secret Life of Pips. Eh, I don't care. Number seventeen, Pokemon to pick. I keep fucking this up. Pokemon Detective Pikachu. Yes. Yeah, it's a mouthful. Yeah, it is. Um, it's up there. Oh, your movie, number eighteen. Once upon a time in Hollywood. Woohoo! Like you, you specifically put that on the list. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, and then number nineteen is Shazam. So yeah. All right. So well, good for Warner Brothers. <laughs> yeah, and actually number twenty was uh Aquaman. Was Aquaman. On the list? I thought that came out last year. It did. Because the thing is, like, if it came out last year, it's not supposed to count this year. But they counted anyway. So, who knows? I don't know. Whatever the, whatever the way they want to make it. I thought Aquaman made, like, a billion dollars. It did. It also made a billion dollars. That's the thing. So, it made a billion dollars. Then right after that, Shazam made a billion dollars. Uh, then after that, Joker made a billion dollars. Oh, but DC is struggling. 
So Shazam made a billion dollars too. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it didn't. It's actually the lowest grossing movie this year. <laughs> but oh. everybody liked it. That's the thing about it. It was a it was a good movie. It wasn't that it, it didn't make money. It, it sucked. It I don't, I'm still trying to wrap my head around why that movie didn't make any money. Because everybody Shazam? says that Shazam was you know a proper movie, but if you look at the list, it's like one of the lowest grossing movie like comic book movies this decade. So, but everybody, it's a. But it came out like it came out like right during like right before like right before Endgame. Didn't it come that out like true. early that in is, the spring? Yeah, that like is true. Captain and Marvel. And what was he made, right it was like something else too. Something else was big too that came. Yeah, out. Captain Marvel. Then you had that. Hell, John then Wick. You had like, yeah, and the Dark Phoenix. I mean, it was all those comic book flicks right around the same time and shit. Yeah, people yeah. weren't going to see all those movies, especially Shazam, which nobody know knows anything about. So yeah, so it was still a good movie. Everybody's just hey, like Battlefield. Alita, uh, Alita Battlefield was around in time. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Saw that today. That's a, pretty, that's a movie that should have did better, also. Yeah, it's sad that it didn't. It was it was cool. I, I mean, I I liked it in the theater. I mean, it was really cool in the theater. Yeah, on so, IMAX and shit. Yeah, see, I didn't see it in IMAX. I just saw it just on the theater. I was like, yeah, that's a pretty cool movie, man. This should, movie should have made more money than what it did. Like, it, no reason yeah. it, that Captain Marvel grossed almost three times as much as that movie did. Yeah. Yeah. So, but that's Marvel for you. Oh, uh, so yeah, so we're ready to start this. Like I said, this is the end of the year, so we're ready to do the end of the year list. Sure. Wait, you know what? Let's do this first. Let's name like our top five episodes. Not not the top, our favorite or whatever like that. Or we could, but I'm just naming like the top five, like most listened episodes we have. On <laughs> of here. our show? Of our show, yeah. Let's promote ourselves. Nobody else going to do it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what they're called or I don't I'm, I'm, I'm gonna name. I'm gonna name the list. That's the thing. <laughs> okay, you just name it because I don't. Yeah, I'm just gonna name them. So okay, so number five was uh episode ninety, of and what it was called was uh, whatever it takes Avengers in game trailer review. That was just a trailer review, not oh, that, the movie. That was review. just a trailer. Right. We, 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 okay. That's how hype people was over this movie. Uh, number four. <laughs> oh, this might be my favorite episode, Eli. The one I'm about to name right now. Uh, episode 85, Liam Neeson and cancel culture. Okay. The reason I like that so much because we were using the term cancel culture before anybody else was. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then everybody else kind of jumped on the bandwagon. So like, okay, yeah, it's cool. Uh, number four. I'm sorry, number three. Wait a minute. Yeah, number three. Number three is uh episode 96. I love you 3000. All right, all right, all right, all right. That, that was the is actual. That the Avenger, is that the Avengers review? Yes, that was the in, re, Avengers review. So okay, people wanted to hear the trailer. Let's talk about the trailer. Anyone here to talk about the review? Yeah. Uh oh, I missed one. I'm sorry, I missed one. Actually, number five would be. Oh, I like this one. Okay, number five is actually uh, episode 126, which is actually like a couple days, well, a couple weeks ago, which is kind of weird. Uh, Holy Red Skies of Death: Crisis on Infinite Earths review. Okay. People want to hear us talk about the crisis, I guess. No shit. Yeah. So. Well, cool. Yeah. And number one episode, episode eighty-eight. Yes, Brie Larson hates you. Oh. People love. So the episode. so all the hate gave us ratings. Yes. <laughs> you know what? I think because they thought they were like we were agreeing with them. Yes, Brie Larson does hate us. No, 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 no. Hates you. <laughs> We're cool with her. Yeah, remember, we're not white. <laughs> right. We get a pass. You know, She's like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. You two are cool. Fuck you, I'm out. 
Oh uh, yeah, so that's that's uh that's our episode. Like I said, we had to promote ourselves for a second. So next year, who knows what insane? Oh, and you know what? Let's let's keep going down the list. The other ones, because I just like these titles I just made up. Uh, episode ninety one was un like number seven or something. We peel the layers off us. I like that wordplay I did. No pun intended. Well, pun intended, oh, I guess. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh non woke review. That was the end that I had on there. Non woke. <laughs> you know, because people, you know, they had to analyze and break down this movie so much. I'm like, there's probably nothing to break down. The movie's just telling you what it is. You know, don't overthink this shit. You know. Uh, I, did. I, I did a whole breakdown of it that you I remember did. Right, you, big, did. You, you did. You big, did. Long thing. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do all these think pieces on. Because I, I watched the movie like this. Like, it didn't have the meat that, uh, what was the other movie? Get Out. Get out? To me, yeah. it didn't have the meat Get Out did. Like, it was out, trying. It was trying. It was trying. It was it was trying too hard, I think. Yeah. Like, it was trying to be deep, but it really wasn't that deep. You know, I, like I said it last time when we did the review, it was like that that football player that used three-syllable words that don't know what the fuck they mean. That's kind of what, <laughs> you know, us was. Because overall, it was pretty simple when you break it down. Uh, like in Don't Be a Menace, the guy in jail. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you must... <laughs> Pantificate. <laughs> pontificate. Two thousand zero zero party over hoops at a time. <laughs> My bacon's doing fine. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh yeah, and some other ones and oh yeah, the other one that I think we both had a favorite of Bill Maher Who Hurt You? Episode eighty three. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we like that one. Fuck um, that guy. Yeah. But anyway, that's that. So, like I said, we can go to the uh, the year in review, and I guess what we can do first is, are we going to do, like, top five uh, of movies? Sure. Okay. Movies first? I'm going to do movies. I'm going to look, I'm going to just do comic book movies, man, because honestly, anything else. Oh, probably... comic book No, 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 you, you, you can do what you want. You can do what you want. You can do whatever you want. I'm just saying me. <laughs> All right. Because <laughs> I'm just trying to think what else would break my, uh, break into my top five. I'm thinking, like, eh, nothing else, nothing else I want. Maybe Star Wars, but no, not really. Not that either. So, I actually wrote a list. Where is my list? I'm going to let you go first, because I'm still pulling up what I'm going to do. So, I'm just going to name my movies. I'll yeah. just go down the list? Yeah, top five. So, okay. like I said, then I think so, I'm just, as long as it came out in 2019. Yeah. Okay, so my number five, I got Peanut Butter Falcon. Okay. Uh, that was with the you, you saw a lot more movies than I did, for one thing. Yeah. I really like this movie uh, about, you know, Shia LaBeouf. He's like this, he's on the lam and he hooks up with this uh, kid from da with Down syndrome who's, you know, escaped his uh, caretaker's home and he's trying to become a wrestler and they kind of have a, you know, a Tom Sawyer adventure as they, uh, it was a really good movie and I have a daughter with Down syndrome so it, it, it hit really home with me. So for personal reasons, I really dug it. Um, number four, I got Rise of Skywalker. Hey. I've seen it four times now, and I cry. The fuck, man! It just came out last week. Yep, seen it four times, and each time I keep crying. And Have shit. you not slept? <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, uh, fresh. Uh, number three, I got Irishman. Fuck it, not in the cinema. Is not real cinema because it's on Netflix. But fuck I got it. Irishman. It counts. Look, look. <laughs> if, if you put that on there, then I'm. I'm. I got a movie. I'm putting on there. Then. Yeah, Irishman. Uh, yeah, Scorsese's new gangster flick. So, uh, yeah, had to get it on there. I'm a fan of I'm a fan of Scorsese and his gangster movies. So yeah, this was like uh, I was excited to see this, and it you know lived up to the hype for me. Number two, I got Endgame. Okay. So, how about that, y'all? I got Endgame over Scorsese. 
what? Is that allowed? <laughs> He's frowning on you now, Eli. <laughs> yeah, saw that a bunch of times in the theater. I have yeah. failed you, Master. Yeah, one of the greatest moments, yes, Cap picking up Mjolnir. And the crowd went wild. You know, <laughs> it's a rock concert when I went to it. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a yeah, it's a, it's a theme park. That's <laughs> <laughs> what he's saying. <laughs> Woo! Woo-hoo. Yeah, and number one, yes, once upon a time in Hollywood. That's why know, I put on the banner because I knew it was Tarantino. Yeah, I I really dug this. I saw it a bunch of times. Every time I saw it, I saw something different. Made me think. Made me challenged me. Challenged my views of the world. As everybody tried to cancel Tarantino, I had to sit there and like really take a look at it. Like really, and then I saw that there's no reason to cancel this motherfucker. Right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that, that's my top five movies of this year. Okay. All right. Since uh, okay, so I'm gonna go number five. Let me revise my list real quick. Okay. Boom. I got it. All right. Number five. Oh. Uh, number five is a leader battle angel. Really? Yeah, I'm put a little. Like, I saw the movie this morning, and I was just like, you know what? That movie's just that damn good, man. I'm putting it in my top five. It's a comic book movie. It's a comic, it, it, it counts. It's it's a comic it's book movie. It's, it's it's a manga. manga but guess what? Yeah. Mangas are still fucking comic books. So stop yeah. all this, you know, this divisiveness. Or it's a graphic novel. No, the fuck, it's a comic book. Yeah, you can just say that. It's okay. It's not a dirty word. Funny pages. Funny right. Pages. <laughs> we just keep going down the list. So, Elite Battle Angel, last one. Number four, since you want to do Irishman, I'm going to do Dolomite is my name. I had that on my list, but then I was like, oh shit, I forgot about Endgame. <laughs> <laughs> so, it was either Eddie Murphy or Captain America. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah you see, you see my, where, my spot where I crossed off Dolomite. <laughs> that is a good movie. It was all, it's, all, it's all my top 10. Yeah, I was like, this, I gotta put that in because that's one of the most enjoyable movies I saw. And that's the thing, like, I didn't see the movie, I didn't see too many movies other than comic movies in the theater, but on Netflix I saw a bunch of shit. Like that that Six Underground Michael Bay movie almost almost made my list, but I was like, eh. if it was top ten, it probably would have been there. I, I really enjoyed the movie. It was just batshit insane. Like Michael Bay just unleashed, you know. But anyway, number five, number four, number three, uh, Spider Man Far From Home. I'm put Spider Man in there, even though yes, I know it's pretty predictable. I know it's Spider-Man finding another in, in, uh, disgruntled Stark employee. It's still Spider-Man. Yeah. I mean, I think yeah, Mysterio was great. Yeah, Mysterio was great. Jake Gyllenhaal, you know, gave it his all. Like, like we keep talking about these uh, shit, you know, Marvel villains. He was one of the better ones. Yeah, they made Mysterio work. I, you know, oh, well, just a, like a they made the Vulture I work. thought they would never make work. Yeah. They made Mysterio work. Fishbowl cool. and everything. Like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's number three. Number two, Joker. Oh, wait. Okay. Joker wasn't even on your list. No, Joker's not. No. Wow. No, Joker's not. Yeah, sorry. But Scorsese <laughs> approves of that one, though, doesn't he? I, I, yeah, I, know. <laughs> I think that's like the only comic movie he liked. And I saw it twice in the theater, too. I saw it twice. Um, Yeah, I just... For me, it's the end. I, I just don't like him whining at the end. That's what takes me out of it. It's a cool you movie. What you so, fucking deserve. You mean that part where he just gets on TV and kind of whines? And, yeah. You know. I mean, I, I took it like it wasn't just him, just you know, whining and ranting. I thought they were trying to have two different opposing points of views. That's what I thought. And then he shot I, him I, in the face. Yeah, and I, that's cool. It's just like he could have, he could have did a better rant. He could have whined cool. Is what I'm saying. You know. 
That's I, I, I can agree with that. He was a little. He was a little too crybaby. He could have been a more sinister and jokery. You know. You know what I mean? Because I think here's the thing. We he all could have sang a song like "Let's Go Loony," and I would have <laughs> took that. Over. That's a little bit too Alan Moorish, you know, to do that. <laughs> over everybody's mean to me. <sighs> but see, that's the thing. Okay, because I think now we know comic book Joker, super villain Joker, but they're trying to real world Joker. And to real world Joker, I think they really were. And I, I think Todd Phillips and Joaquin Phoenix, I think they were trying to make Joker an incel. I think that way they yeah. went out of their way to make him an incel. And the thing is, with incels, a lot of times they think it's everybody's fault but their own. Yeah, but just the scene before that where he kills his co-worker and then the midget guy can't open the door, that was – that's the Joker. That, that, right, that was the Joker. <laughs> that right. was, I, I was the scene saying, where so You saw him yeah. progressing towards the Joker, then the other scene is just him going back to being a white incel again. Yeah, so – but no, it's I, I I dig it for what it is, and like I said, that that scene where he meets young Bruce Wayne, woo, that gave me shivers. Yeah, and, and see that's the and that's the movie, and that's just the exact opposite. Like you had all these think pieces on us. Joker was the movie that we all had think pieces on. <laughs> <laughs> like this is what the movie was really about, you know. Like whether we overanalyze the movie or not, that's neither here nor there. But like I said, for me, it was the my second favorite movie this year, and of course. My favorite movie this year is Endgame. Easy. Now, I know a lot of people out there trying to combat, uh, you know, debate which movie is better, Joker or Endgame. Stop it. Try, stop trying to be edgy. You know, <laughs> you know, stop trying to just be a contrarian just for no reason. There is no way an incel killer clown is better movie than Captain America holding Mjolnir in one hand and Wakandan Vivarium shield in another hand, throwing lightning at Thanos. You're trying to save the universe. Then it didn't even compare. No, like, even though had, it was three hours long, that moment made it worth it. <laughs> that made it. We have a movie where Spider-Man was riding Mjolnir, holding an Infinity Gauntlet through a battlefield. Mm -hmm. You're not gonna see that again. It's not gonna happen again. That's some shit that if you told me 20 years ago, 30 years ago, whatever like that, I'd be like, I'll slap you in the face. Like that shit will never happen on screen. <laughs> it happened. It's there. You know. So it was so so many like and like I said, yes, the movie was. A bunch of like the first, the second hour of it was nothing but fan service. Okay, I'm a fan. Mm -hmm. So service why is, me. Why is that a bad thing? Right? Yeah. Why is that a bad thing? You know? No, it's not. <laughs> so I mean, give me what I want. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. So yeah. yeah, but like I said, that that third hour, yeah, I would change nothing from that. That shit was just perfect. Just an hour of just just ass beating and, and shit blowing up, and like I said, it was a theme park. <laughs> <laughs> but it was the closest thing I came to a rock concert ever in a theater. It was it's fucking insane. However, I do want to make an honorable mention, Eli. Okay. Okay. So Endgame was the most like energetic crowd I had this year in a the movie theater. But the second one I had the most energetic crowd in the theater, even though it didn't make my top five, was Dragon Ball Z Super Broly. Now remember okay. I, I reviewed that earlier this year. Yeah, I remember, yeah. Yeah, I and I went back and listened to that review, and I heard the energy in my voice after seeing it that day. <laughs> I was like, like oh, damn. Smoking a cigarette. Okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, serves me, Goku. <laughs> so I was getting excited then again, just listening to it again. I was like, damn, I really had a good time watching that movie. Now, like I said, I couldn't put that in my top five because it's an entry level to get into that movie. You have to be a DBZ fan to, like, really enjoy it. You can't just walk into that movie, don't know what the fuck a Goku is, and be like, oh yeah, I get it. No, you won't know what the fuck is happening. 
But if you understand what's going on, then you're going to be excited. And you're going to watch the movie. So that's why it's not in my top five. But yeah, everything else, yeah, that made my top five. So I'm like, yeah, that's 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 fucking awesome. So we broke down our top five. Can we break down our top uh, five TV shows? TV show, sure. Yeah. Okay. So I'm, I'm gonna let you go first again because I gotta think about what I'm okay. off the top of my head. Let me. I might okay. some of your list. My top 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 five TV shows. Number five, I have Stranger Things. You know, I've never seen an episode, but okay. Um, yeah, one of my favorite. My the best times I had this summer was the day after the Fourth of July. It was raining here in Minnesota. You know, it was just me and my kid. We went and bought a bunch of munchies. We had a bunch of leftover barbecue. It was raining outside, so we couldn't go anywhere. Like, fuck it. We sat there all day and binge watched the whole season, eating junk food, eating leftover cookout food. And it was just one of my favorite times I had this summer. So, Stranger Things, number five. Mm-hmm. Uh, number four, I have The Mandalorian. You know, hey. You, you mean Mandalor- The Baby Yoda Show? The Baby Yoda Show. Yeah. Mandalorian. Okay. Or the now, now I, know what you're IG-11. talking about. Okay. IG-11. And show. <laughs> <laughs> um, number three, I have Swamp Thing. Okay. Oh, Swamp you put Swamp Thing, Thing over over Baby Yoda? Yeah, because Swamp Thing was fucking awesome. You fucking baby it's... puncher? What the hell? <laughs> I mean, the Mandalorian was great. I mean, I like it. I'm a Star Wars fan, and yeah, I, but it was pretty predictable. Where I felt the Swamp Thing was just all sorts of awesome, and I, it, it like I. Didn't expect it to be that gory and bloody and hard edged as it was. It was. Yeah. And it's and it kind of bums me out that they didn't continue. <laughs> but what we I did see was great. You know. Yeah. And I was really super into it. You know. Really looked forward to every week. You know. And I remember, remember, I delayed. I was like, damn, I delayed the last couple episodes because I was like, shit, this is gonna be over, and I don't want <laughs> want to savor it. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to take a mid-season break before I watch it. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, okay, that was number three, a Swamp Thing. Number two, Cobra Kai. The YouTube show? Yep. Okay. I had so much fun with this show. Holy shit. Cobra Kai, uh, you know, taking Johnny Lawrence and redeeming him and making him like an anti-hero. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this show is so much fun. You know, you're a fan of a Karate Kid movies. It's It's there. All that takes all the, you know, very, very faithful to those movies, a lot of Easter eggs and references, and it was just a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun watching that show. And then, of course, number one, we, we, it's Watchmen. Oh, why did I forget that? Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Oh, it's Watchmen. Oh, no, 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 I I'm, I'm completely forgot. I was like, what is, what is number one going to be? I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, Watchmen. I mean, who would have thought that a sequel modern day sequel to this comic book would ever work and it did surpassing expectations blowing everybody's mind pushing buttons and pissing people off (laughs) (laughs) the watchman yeah (laughs) i can go on and on about the watchman but i'll I'll give it to you (laughs) okay all right so let's go all right so number five gonna be doom patrol Okay. Also, it was on uh, DC Universe. I watched that. I, got, I should watch it because I got the DC apps. Yeah, dude, I, I love Doom Patrol, man. It was so fucking weird, man. That's why I just liked that shit so much. I'm like, just just give me that weird shit. You know, that's why I liked it. Uh, number four, Swamp Thing. Like I said, I still it, it's still the best show that DCU has on there. 
even though that last episode was trash, but it, it wasn't their fault. Yeah. You know, they had to clean up storylines that they were trying to, you know, propel into the next season, but they had to turn around and wrap that shit up. And a matter of fact, they, they actually made them cut two episodes. So they had to fill three episodes into one episode and wrap it up where they were going to do a, a, a season finale. So, yeah, they, they just fucked the episode up. But every other episode, awesome, classic. Mm-hmm. My compliments to the chef. Uh, what am I, number four? Number three. Uh, number three is, oh, no. Number three is Mandalorian. Okay. Yeah, okay. A.K.A. Baby Yoda. Uh, let me just give some, because uh, I'm probably going to talk about the Mandalorian later on. But the thing about the Mandalorian, I love the show, love the premise of it. You're right. It was predictable. It was a spaghetti, spaghetti western. Uh, the Mandalorian character himself, he was cool, but it's, he could only be cool for so long because he just had that face plate on the whole time. You know, uh, Other mm-hmm. cool characters were popping up. Not every episode was like super strong. Some episodes did straight up feel like filler. Yeah. Like, I'm going to just go to planet to planet and just do shit until the last two episodes where shit actually happened. So yeah. basically the whole whole Mandalorian felt like the first two episodes was something, last two episodes something, and everything else was just, I'm going to just hop from yeah. planet to planet. And that's why I gave it a little, it, did, it was a little lower on my list because yeah. it was the lack of plot, lack of, you know, I wanted, a, I wanted more information. I wanted yeah. to find out more, and, and, and you know, yeah, there was a lot of just filler. Yeah. You know, so. Now it was cool for what it was, but I think, I mean, again, I think people kind of overrate this show a little bit. Like, oh, Mandalorian is the greatest thing ever. Like, no, it's really not. <laughs> not the best thing we've had since Return of the Jedi. It's just a show. Yeah. And that, that's why I feel like we gave it a pass because all of our expectations were lowered. You know, we yeah. weren't expecting, we weren't expecting, you know, uh, to be better than the greatest Star Wars property ever. We just wanted to see just a good show. We didn't know what it was. It had no really no ties or connection to anything else so whatever they gave us we were just like okay just just watch it you know uh, another thing about this show is it me or did like the, the color grain or the film grain of this show was just kind of like over budget or something i don't know maybe don't it's know. just me maybe i don't know maybe i'm being too 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 nitpicky so i'll just go past that you ain't got that three. 4k yet on the disney app or what <laughs> I mean, I don't, but the thing is, when I watch other 4, 4K stuff, cause I, 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 there's another TV, it, it worked as a 4K TV I can watch the shit on. So when I watch other shit like Endgame, that shit just pops. Boom, boom, boom. You know, Captain America beating the fuck out of Thanos and Thor calling out light, and that shit awesome. Then you watch, oh, even watch the, uh, like, uh, The Last Jedi, because now that's on Disney Plus. That shit just pops, you know. But then you watch The Mandalorian, you're just like, eh. Like, fuck, <laughs> I, I don't know. And, but you know, they, they put money in it, but I don't know, something. Anyway, number two. The boys. Oh yeah. I don't know how the fuck, fuck you forgot that Eli. <laughs> I forgot about that shit. Yeah, damn. Yeah, because the boys are fucking awesome, man. I don't know. Like, it's a lot of people that haven't seen it. That show. Watch the boys. Yeah. It's better than the comic. I told. I totally forgot. Like it ain't even on my top ten. Damn, I totally forgot. About that. <laughs> <laughs> so we had to go back and think about that one. So yeah, and season two comes out well next year, but next year's tomorrow. So next decade is tomorrow. So. <laughs> Yeah. No reason to be overdramatic, but yeah. And number one, of course, is Watchmen. Like I said, to me, and we're going to do a, a, a top of the decade episode sometime. I don't know when. But that is, Watchmen is my top show of the decade. That was just yeah. perfect the way they did it. Because episode, the way everything just unraveled, and it really made you think, and it made people open up to, to levels of history, and it had this conversation. Like, we want to talk about think pieces? Watchmen gave you think pieces. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So... I felt too stupid to write about Watchmen. <laughs> 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 I 
It's like, I should really write something on the Watchmen. But, yeah, but you didn't um, want to come in like, oh, maybe I would have missed something. Because that's the thing about <laughs> it. Like, you, you want to watch something about Watchmen, but then you, like, listen to their behind-the-scenes, you know, conversations like yeah. that. Like, oh, I didn't even think about that. Oh, you hear, oh, you go on social media and hear somebody else talk about it. You're like, oh, I didn't even catch that shit. You know? Yeah, like, I, I throw some shit at you right now. Okay, so Sister Knight, is she, her superhero moniker is a nun, right? Mm-hmm. So nuns are supposed to be, you know, married to God. In yeah. the show, she's married oh, to God. Damn. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you know, I found yeah. that shit out there today. I was like, oh, damn, I didn't even think about no shit like that. You know, so it, it's like this show is just on like a whole nother level that it makes you think. And that's how the comic was. Like, you know, like people reading the comic. We, the comic's 30 years old, Eli. We're still finding shit out about it. Mm-hmm. You know, that this show is just like, oh, you know, this shit happened in the comic. This shit happened there. Think about the, this, you know. And oh, and wasn't, um, uh, What's his What's his name? Cal. Before we found out who he was, right? Yeah, his name was Cal. Yep, Cal L. Cal L. Yep. And the thing is, oh, uh, like they even had this, like, like, like okay, like Cal L had the story about how he escaped his planet, shit like that. The Hooded Justice had a storyline where he he was the last survivor, you know, of of his because basically Black Wall Street was his world. It got destroyed. He escaped. Stuff. Yeah. So that's where he got the inspiration to become a superhero from Superman. And just like you said, uh, we talk about Cal, we talk about John Osterman, Dr. Manhattan. We show him escaping, you know, his world. Yeah. Because the whole like, thing about yeah. Superman escaping Krypton is an allegory for, you know, for, you know, for Jews, you know, uh, seeking refuge. Moses. Moses, yeah. The story yeah, of Moses. Like the Moses story. Like it, it's, it's all connected, it all goes together. Yeah. So, Moses was put down the Nile in a, in a, in a basket. Right. <laughs> Hercules, same way, you know. Yeah. You know, Jesus. You know, it's 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 all it's the same story they keep telling over and over again, but that's what they were all connecting. I don't want to say Jesus mythology, but I'm just saying within, you know, mythology it's always been the same story that's been told over and over again, you know. So so yeah, like I said, it's a deep show. I didn't write about it either because I didn't want to come off stupid and somebody point me out that's much smarter than me, so no, you completely missed the point of the show. You yeah, know? Dumbass. <laughs> right. <laughs> So I just left. I just left well enough, well enough alone. Uh, the Wokeman. You mean the Wokeman? <laughs> oh, somebody left that shit on. A, I'm not even gonna talk shit because they probably listen to it right now. <laughs> I kind of laughed when I saw it. <laughs> like the Wokeman, really. But that's a lot. But you know what? I think that's a lot of reason why a lot of people didn't watch the show because we said it's the best show this decade and this year and stuff like that. But I think that first episode kind of turned a lot of people off. So a lot of people didn't watch the show. Oh, it pushed buttons. It, it pushed me buttons. I could, I like, could you know, tell, like, right away. I don't oh, yeah. Think, you know. Yeah. Just give me the People Mandalorian. Just give me Baby Yoda. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's that's the level we're at right now. But yeah, for for those who listen, like I said, both Eli and I recommend the Watchmen. If you first watched the first show and got turned off and didn't want to watch it, please watch it all the way to the end. Even if you get pissed off, it's it's a good. It gives you talking points. Yeah. If nothing yeah. else. So, oh, uh, what else we got? I'm trying to think, trying to think. Uh, it, I gave you notes and I don't know where they are. So, we got TV shows. We got, uh, hell, can we talk comics? Comics. I mean, this is a comic show. That's yeah. what we're right. called. So, we're not going to do a top five because nobody wants to hear that. <laughs> I don't think we want to. <laughs> but, Eli, give it to me. What is your favorite comic, I guess, storyline or story arc or graphic novel this year? I got Murder Falcon. It didn't um, come out this year, didn't it? 
It did. Um, I, yeah, I, I kept thinking about, you know, Venom and all these other stuff. But I'm like, Murder Falcon, for me personally, this is more of a personal taste. Mm-hmm. You know, it was such a stupid idea. <laughs> you know, it's it, it's about this fucking monster bird from another dimension that fights demons with the power of heavy metal music. And it that's sounds, the thing, Eli, when you were describing this book to me, I was like, this this checks all of Eli's boxes right here. Yeah, I, it sounds, I know he's going to like this book. It sounds stupid as hell, but it turned out to have so much heart and dramatic weight to it. Uh, like, it just blew me away. And it just, it's, 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 it's just a tribute to heavy metal and heavy metal fans and why fans like it, why our love of it and what it does for us. It's, 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 it's just a heartfelt story about perseverance. And I was like so touched by this story, like wow, like I I, I felt proud <laughs> after <laughs> reading this book, you know. So yeah, Murder Falcon, Daniel Warren Johnson, um, he's one, he's a great artist as well. He did that new Wonder Woman book, that Dead Earth. Did you read that? Is that out yet? It I thought came that was out coming out. It came out last week, first oh, issue. Shit. Oh yeah, the, the week we skipped. Okay. The week we skipped. It's <laughs> awesome. It's fucking cool as hell. <laughs> oh yeah, because I want to yeah, start one, reading more Wonder Woman. Yeah, you know all yeah. that mythology and shit like that. I kind of want to get into that. Yeah, this is like a futuristic, like Mad Max wasteland, and Wonder Woman wakes up, you know, hundreds of years after the Earth's been fucking decimated or whatever, and she's basically a Mad Max savior. <laughs> it's, oh, damn. it's fucking oh, cool. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, Murder Falcon, Daniel Warren Johnson. If you like metal. Check it out. If you don't like metal, you probably won't get the references, but it's still a good read. You know, hey. Oh, okay. Can I cheat and do a tie? Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm going to just do a tie. I'm, I'm, I feel like I because one, we have to mention this one. Uh, Like storyline, story arc, The it's a tie between Doomsday Clock, because I got to count Doomsday Clock. That's this year? You're going to count? I mean, How? it's just like the, it's the best storyline of 2019. Issue? I guess... The of issues, 2018, did, of 2017. How many issues came out this year? Did just one or two issues come out? This, hey, how many issues of Watchmen? I mean, Doomsday Clock come out in 2019. It, it's one of those books you got to reread over again because you're going to forget shit that happened. Like, wait, where the fuck am I again? No. So, <laughs> I think maybe three issues came out this year. But like I said, this is the story started in 2017 and tomorrow yeah. is 2020. So yeah. that, that should tell you something. And they said the story. And you know what's really fucked up about it? Like, uh, like the story took so long to wrap up that DC had made managerial changes. So the people that are in charge of this book that said they were going to do some shit with it, they're not even in charge anymore. So the people that are running DC now don't give a fuck what happens with Doomsday Clock. Well, weren't they supposed to like reboot the universe again, right? But they rebooted in Doomsday Clock. We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it. Okay. Uh, because they kind of just broke down like all this shit we're going to do and we're going to talk about that in a second. So, let's do, so like I said, Tyler Doomsday Clock and like I said, DC Property with House of X. Okay. Yeah, because House of X, to me, that was some mind-blowing shit. Uh, like, okay. First off, like I said, I know you're not an X-Men fan. Me, I bleed X or whatever. You know. So when he took the X-Men and turned it on his head where it's something completely different that I've never seen before, while at the same time doing something I'm familiar with, I was like, whoa, what the fuck? 
Like he, he like he took it to the next evolutionary step of what the X Men are supposed to be. Meanwhile, Thorne makes the shit in because that's what Hickman does. Like I said, he did the shit with Fantastic Four. He did the shit with the Avengers. So it's only right for him to do the same shit with the X Men and what he did. Now notice I said House of X, not Powers of X. That Powers of X bullshit was too confusing. So just the House of X. That shit was hard. He had some awesome scenes in there. Like when they went there and they stormed uh that that base in the sun and Wolverine chopped out the symptoms here and, and was fighting them all the way into the sun. Like they both oh, said, yeah. like, yeah, that's just fucking awesome. So, that was pretty cool. Yeah, so that's that's my pick. So yeah, Doomsday slash I'm, I'm Doomsday Clock slash House of X. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> so favorite single issue this year. All right. I had to really like do some research. Yeah, for just this one, one, just one. Favorite single issue? I'm just gonna do Immortal Hulk number thirteen. Okay, now what was this one about? I know you talked to me about it, but I, I forgot. Yeah, well, Immortal Hulk. This is where he goes to hell. Oh, um, okay. And he's fighting the demons in hell. Um, he's confronting, you know, his dad and all. You know, question: um, Was Ghost Rider there? No, Ghost Rider was not. No, <sighs> oh, it's not really. I guess it would be. It's technically not that hell, but it's where the source, it's it's the green door, or the one below all, where he meets the one below all, and um, the source of his anger, all the, the Hulk's anger, mm-hmm. um, and it's this issue is just action-packed, it's got, you know, Absorbing Man, and Puck, and everybody, Rick Jones' corpse comes back to life, and because he's in hell and shit, and he turns well, into abomination. Why would Jones be in hell? And uh, I don't know. <laughs> and they just start fighting all these demons and shit. But then they finally open the doorway to get back to Earth. And um, and Bruce Banner, this is the moment that got me. This is the reason why I'm putting it on this 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 list. Mm-hmm. Is they're right about to go back to to Earth, and Bruce Banner is just like, you know what? Fuck it, leave me here. I don't want to go. Just leave me here. And wow. the Hulk is like, no, man, we gotta go. And he kind of has this moment with Bruce Banner. like, you know what? I know I'm an asshole. I know I fuck shit up and I know you can't stand me. But the only reason why I do this shit is to protect you. And I just thought that my, I just got, I'm not getting shivers just talk, talking about right now. I, mean, I just like choked up on what reading that part. And I was like that, you know, so for this book to convey that much emotion while during a fight with demons in hell, <laughs> <laughs> that's just that's just great that's just great writing right there so yeah and immortal hulk number 13 okay cool can i do another tie <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry i know i'm cheating i know i'm cheating but one of these books has to be on this list okay oh <laughs> right. uh, okay so like i said since i did house of x i got to do a, a book out of house of x because there's the one book in house of x that just for me just just a complete mind fuck and that was house of x number two Okay. okay, and that was the one where Moria Mataggart, and I know comic cats make fun of the way I say her name. I don't care. Mama named Moria. I'm gonna name Moria. So that's the one where it was revealed after 50 years of X Men continuity that she's been a mutant the whole time, and nobody knew about it. I'm like, wait, what? So I should be oh, pissed. Okay. Yes, but yes. I wasn't pissed. Then that's the one where she can't like her power is reincarnation. And she kept going through different lines and started changing shit. And sometimes she do this. It's like Groundhog's Day. And then she becomes uh, the four horsemen of Apocalypse. And she forms, you know, uh, fights the Avengers. And she becomes like an assassin. And she kills Bull of a Trash, like uh, Sarah Connor from Terminator. And then there's this hidden world she never known. That's the one where Destiny is blind and sees that she's a mutant. 
and sets her on fire and makes sure she's on fire so she remembers that shit. I was like, this whole thing's like a mind trip. Like, it completely turned my head on what the X-Men have always been. I'm like, they can do this shit. So, now, did Hickman kind of write himself a get-out-of-jail-free card? Because he can always just say, well, whatever I fuck up, Maureen Mattack can just reboot the universe and be done with it? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. But still, it was still cool as fuck. It was still a cool-ass story. You know, that's one. It, it, yeah, I, I actually remember that, yeah. Okay, so that's one. The other one, and it's... <sighs> Probably gonna be my favorite issue because this is one we actually reviewed and actually put on a YouTube video also, and it did happen this year. That was Green, the Green Lantern number three. You remember that one? The one with God or whatever. Yeah, the, the one with fights God. Was, was, that's the one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that's my favorite issue. This that issue was fucking trippy <laughs> because it was like so yeah. much symbolism and you know so much so much Grant Morrison was throwing into that book. It is like, yeah, it wasn't God. They thought he was God, and it was like he was fucking up the environment, but the folks don't care because he's making Because they gave power. him superpowers. Superpower. Right. Yeah. And Green Lantern was like telling him what to do, but they were just looking at him like he was like this fascist policeman and like, fuck the police. It was like, he was just, just piling shit on top of shit on top of shit. I'm just like, yeah. Single issue, those two like stand above everything, yo. So, yeah. Oh, uh, I think that's it. Did we run through everything? I mean, as far as like the top 10. Top 10 or top comics, yeah. yeah. Top comics. Oh, uh, you got a top video game, I guess? The only game I played this year was, well, Spider-Man. But that came out <laughs> last year, so. And that came out last year. <laughs> so it doesn't count, yeah. <laughs> so. I'm going to give a nomination. And I oh, no, should... I, played, I played Devil May Cry. Did that come out this year? It did. Devil May Cry? It did. Yeah, I played that. That it was did. fun. I'll say, yeah. I think it, it did. did. I'll, it did. I'll say that yeah. one. Okay. That was fun. I bought it, but haven't played it. Yeah, I was waiting for it to go on sale because I was waiting on Steam. I looked on it, it finally went on sale for twenty dollars. I'm like, okay, fine, I'm buy it for twenty dollars. But I haven't uploaded it yet. So, yeah. but, but how, how is it? Because even though people are naming other games, I, I, I saw some YouTuber that said personally for him that was his game of the year, and it all he does is play games, and that's it. Like, yeah, it's been a like I said, it's been a long time since I played a Devil May Cry game, mm-hmm. and you play as all these other characters and shit, like his brother and. All that shit, but uh, it was it was cool. And this guy, he looks like Kylo Ren. He's like a sorcerer. He was pretty cool to play with. You know, he got all these magic powers and shit. So you play all all these different characters, but it was still a lot of fun. Just you know, mindless tax slash kicking ass. To the Michael Jackson part yet? Yeah. What's that? Yeah. Okay. Cool. (laughs) So you made it pretty far in there, then. Yeah. No, I I beat it. Well, what? I feel like you're a more gamer than I am, even though I'm, I'm running the game in episode part of it. Because <laughs> every time well, I game, you say you already beat it. I haven't played it yet. Yeah, I, pay, I well, it was like earlier this year. That's why I didn't remember it came out this year. But okay. I beat it earlier, like the spring or something. Yeah, it, yeah. it came out pretty and early, I, and I kind of waited for it to go on sale. So, But it took me forever. to. I finally beat it. Like, it took me like six months, but I finally, like Spider-Man, like I, I beat that. And I got like a hundred percent. I did everything on that game. I, I didn't like do every mission. Yeah, every mission, every side mission, every boss. I did every. I got a hundred percent. Yeah, once I beat the main story, <laughs> I saw my PlayStation. I was like, "Fuck it, <laughs> just don't read the PlayStation anymore." Yeah. But I'm gonna give a nomination for game of the year. Like you said, Death May Cry, very good choice. But Eli, I can't believe you haven't played this game yet. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. I have not played it yet. Oh my god, you got to play that game. That is game of the year. Yeah, that's like what I hear. It's just that good. Like it, it, it probably didn't have like this smooth, free flowing combat of Devil May Cry. It's it's more methodical. It's more like God of War. So it's basically like God of War, uh, 
Star Wars, basically. And he gets all kind of God power. Star Wars like, fun. Yeah. God of War. Until you got to do puzzles and shit. <laughs> the puzzles I ran to are not that bad, you know. <laughs> and like, or climb up, like figuring out ways to climb up cliffs and shit. Okay, yeah, you, you got to do that. Yeah. Super Mario type shit. Yeah, because the same guy that made God of War made this. Yeah, that's yeah. What you so said. It's, you're gonna, it's gonna be a lot of similarities to it. So you're gonna see it. But the combat is in it. You know, he can parry and shit, and it's actually pretty hard. They're saying it's actually. I haven't got very deep to the game. They say it's more like you'll play like those those Dark Souls or Demon Souls games. I haven't played Dark Souls though. No. They say it's more like those games. Those okay. games are hard as shit. I played those games yeah, before. They say it's, it's similar, closer to that one. So yeah. Okay. So I'm going to spend some time. And yeah, but it does have like puzzles and shit. You got to figure out shit like that. But nothing I came across with like super duper hard or anything like that. But yeah, you got to stop and figure some shit out before you start killing some more stormtroopers and shit like that. But yeah. But the story is pretty cool. <laughs> the graphics is cool. And it's that kid that played the Joker in Gotham. Or yeah, Jerome, whatever yeah. the fuck his name was. So pretty cool. And it's supposed to be canonical. So you never know. Yeah, he, might be in, he might be in the Obi-Wan show or something. That's right, yeah. Because I think all this shit happens around the same time. Well, he's, yeah, he escaped Order 66. So yeah, he the, said, yeah. yeah, he escaped Order 66, and he's being trained by the Jedi and shit like that. So who knows? Yeah. They, they can do whatever they want to now. That's the thing about these Star Wars movies. I, I know we say we weren't going to shit on Star Wars anymore, but I'm going to shit on Star Wars. I feel like they're just letting Twitter and Reddit and Tumblr just write these movies now. <laughs> And that's what they're doing because they're even starting to use phrases that were made up on these sites in the movies. Like, you know, when they uh where they attack people at the end of uh Star Wars, the Rise of Skywalker, and they say, Let's do the hold hold maneuver or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that was that's a, a internet term. Oh, you know, was it? Yeah, the internet made that shit up, you know, for because of hold hold in in the last year like this. So now they're using these terms, you know, shit like that. I, I I didn't know. I didn't think it would catch on them. I everybody heard it, hated that shit. That's what they're doing. They're going on like, <laughs> what's a popular? And they're like all the like Darth Revish like that. Like they're saying that they didn't. They're not gonna pay attention to the the EU canon. But the more we keep going on, the more they're throwing the EU canon in there. Yeah, they are. There's they're yeah, like Ben Solo was Ben Skywalker, right? Mara Jade and Luke's son right so they're, they're there, tweaking yeah. shit and and like darth bane popped up in one of these cartoons something like that whatever yeah. Cap, whatever i don't know what I, i'm not into that shit but the point and is it was and in the books it was luke or not luke it was leia and han who had twins right Jaden and jason yeah. or jayla or whatever they had yeah a, a, Will Smith like, kids. Jaden and, yeah. and willow yeah. <laughs> but what like the guy but but the son went dark and the daughter had to fight him Okay, but, that, but that's what I'm saying. That's what they're doing. They're kind of taking that, picking and choosing from the EU. But I think they are like listening to the fans and seeing what the fans want to have in these shows and just taking that shit. Because didn't the Dark Saber didn't that originate from some EU shit too? Uh that was actually the, I, the first time I heard Dark Saber was that was an old book. Like that's an what I'm saying. Book. I know, yeah, like from it was back so, in the nineties. Yeah, but then so, they then it um. It popped. It was in the Clone Wars, but wasn't there a Dark Saber in one of the Force Unleashed games? Mm, uh, if it was in the second one, I don't know because I didn't play that one. But it wasn't in the first one. Yeah, yeah. I think there was like a Dark Saber, but but um, yeah. But like I said, uh, they're just kind of just picking and choosing. Which, which speaking of the Mandalorian. <laughs> oh yeah, we can do it. Uh, yeah, we yeah we can do it like uh. Cause, did I name all my shows? Only had yeah, one. Yeah, you did. 
Yeah, okay. So now we can talk about it because I'm glad we talked about it before we move on to the next part of it. Because now there's one show that I named my top five that didn't make my list and it didn't make your list either because you didn't see it. And that is The Witcher. I watched two episodes. You watched two episodes? Okay, it's like four overall. So, yeah, I'm going to just give my quick review of The Witcher. Like I said, it didn't make my top five. It wasn't going to crack Swamp Thing or anything like that because I love fucking Swamp Thing. First off, let, let me talk about Swamp Thing some more. The reason I love Swamp Thing so much is because they would take, some of those episodes were taken directly from the Alan Moore comics, like beat for beat. I was like, oh, fuck, they're really doing this shit. They're really going there, you know. And then he ended the show. Oh, fuck it. But, and then he ended the show. Yeah, back to The Witcher. Now, I... Eli, you saw the Facebook, our, our fan page, right? Where we did the post on Mandalorian versus Witcher? Yeah. Yeah, and the Mandalorian won? Yeah. yeah. I kind of agree with that. I think the Mandalorian should have won that. Of other people saying the Witcher is like the greatest show and it's Game of Thrones 2.0, shit like that. And I don't know. Like I, said, I haven't seen Game of Thrones, so I don't know. I've, I've seen the Witcher, and I'm like, if that's Game of Thrones, y'all really like overhyping that show, <laughs> man. I don't know. Not enough tits or dick. To be Game of Thrones. <laughs> oh no, there's, there's plenty of tits. You just gotta wait. You gotta keep watching. Yeah. <laughs> there's one chick that she just her titties, titties are out just the whole show. You're Sweet. Like, yeah, I'm just. I like, look oh. forward to that. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, it's it's, it's coming. <laughs> it, it'll happen. But I'm just like, yeah, but y'all gotta give me more than just tits and blood and shit. You know, it's gotta be something like, where's the story? Because first off, the story was confusing as fuck. I had to, I had to watch the entire season twice to know what the fuck was going on. Because here's the Damn. thing. Yes, did you, did because, you sleep? <laughs> yeah, this was like in one week. <laughs> well, you went to the movies. I'm sitting here at home. Well, watching, I saw Star Wars four times. Right. I'm sitting here watching a, a whole season of TV just twice. <laughs> twice. So, yeah. But the thing is, the reason the show is so confusing because the show doesn't tell you that it hops around from different times. Just at any time. Like it hop from like. Yeah, I got the sense of that. Like we, there was a couple of like, flashbacks here and there. But they don't like, tell you. There's no. Yeah. Here's ten years ago. It just it just there. It just happens, you know. And you just gotta just figure this shit like, oh, okay, this happened this time, it happened that time. And they think they're being clever, but they're not. That's just confusing. Like yeah, it's not like I they saw, did it in watch. I saw a meme. Yeah. I saw a meme today where it said, "What watching uh, the Witcher in order or something?" Yeah. And then it shows that picture of the Hulk from Endgame. He's like time travel. <laughs> 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 yeah, so it, the shit, the show was confused. That's why I had to watch it twice to see what the fuck was going on because I didn't know. Like, wait, what? What happened? What? Okay, that's the girl that was born back then. She's what? She's older, but now they've been around twenty years. I, I was like, I didn't know what the fuck was going on. She said she'd been around for decades. I'm just like, I'm, I'm trying to catch on to the show. So yeah, after watching twice, I find out what's going on. I was just like, okay, this this show is like requiring too much of my attention. Yeah, for just to be just a passive TV show. Yeah, and I, and for me, like I only watched the two episodes, and yeah. I'm I've never played any of the games, yeah. so I'm not familiar with the lore or the mythology of and The Witcher. The, and that's the thing so, I think a lot of yeah. the people that are into it they know this stuff. Yeah, so I didn't feel compelled like, oh, I got to see the next episode, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so I've only watched two. And, okay. and so, you know, and they keep throwing all these weird ass names out, like like I'm Zugaba Bugaba from the Thirty Blab, whatever. I'm like, so when they just talk about it, time for like fifth, sixth episode, I don't know who is who. Like, remember yeah. Venerius or you know Civilis or whatever the fuck his name is. I don't know shit. It's just some guy. Oh, oh, that guy, the brown guy. Okay, okay. Blufkin. Right. So I don't know who is who. They just throwing, they just throwing just names at me, just syllables at me. You know. So. 
I, I don't know. I'm not like I said. Like we talked about, this, I'm not into the, the the sword and sorcery and fantasy shit, anything like that. But I do think the people that are like really, really die hard about this show, because some people are saying like this is the best thing on TV like ever, you know, or this year. Like this is shitting on anything that has ever came out. Game of Thrones is better, you know. But that's because I think they are invested in the Lord. They read all the books. They played all the games because people have been calling like the, the video game the greatest game of all time. Like I said, yeah, I mean, I've known this. I know this is like a big, deep thing. Like, wasn't it? Didn't it start out as a role playing game? No, no, no. It started like, as, as a book. A bo- it started as a book. Okay, and then, but then wasn't it an RPG, like an actual board, like a Dungeons and Dragons? Like, now we had to that, now that I, I don't know about. If if that yeah. is a thing, I, I don't know anything about that. Like ten years ago, it's got to be at least ten years ago, 10, 12 years ago. A band that a, this band death metal band called Vader that what i'm really into they had a song they had a theme song to one of those games or something mm-hmm. i i just remember seeing the video and you know and they had this the, the you know the the you know the the call of the witcher or whatever or the rise of well, the, well, witcher, the game the out now called. the game on now is witcher yeah. three so these games yeah. have been out for a while yeah, yeah. but back but back then when this song first came out it was for like uh, I think it was for like a PC game or something. Right, that's the thing that like yeah. the games were on PC at first. Like the the new one that came out now was the first game to come out for like for like regular console, like Xbox yeah. and PlayStation. And this was yeah, and this was like 10, 12 years ago. That sounds about right. Yeah. 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 So. So yeah. like I said, they everybody says it's the greatest game of all time. I bought the game, played it five minutes, got bored, fell asleep on it. That's just me. <laughs> you know. <laughs> like I said. Mean, I'm- I like I mean I'm in I like swords and sh- dragons and shit and like that first scene of the first episode where he fights that big spider monster I was like oh whoa okay yeah oh, <laughs> and the game got nudity in it that's the fucked up part okay. <laughs> so right. yeah so that's so that's that, how, Co- that Conan game had nudity too the Conan game had nudity too right he just walked <laughs> to a bunch of slave girls and shit like that he just locked closed the door like on the claim yeah. reward you know so yeah. yeah so the witch liked it also and and, and I tried and that's the thing I noticed people were. Saying, oh, you can't compare Witcher to A Mandalorian. They are two completely different shows. I'm like, no, the fuck they're not. Like, you really watch show? They're, they're pretty much the same fucking show. First off, one's um, in space, one's in medieval times. <laughs> yeah, like they, other than that, you take out the setting, it's the same show. The Mandalorian is a bounty hunter that goes from planet to planet looking for jobs. The mm-hmm. Witcher is a monster hunter that goes from town to town looking for jobs. So his hey, his show. Monsters. Yeah, his show was just just as episodic as as the Mandalorian was, and they both are trying to protect little children that got magic powers. Okay, that's yeah, right. So, There's that little girl, the little queen, or whatever. Yeah, the little girl. I'm only with, two episodes in, so. I don't... <laughs> yeah, but you've seen her. But yeah, they it's that's a that's a thing that pops up later on. But she got okay. magic powers, and she's like a a banshee or some shit. I don't know what the fuck she's is. She... <laughs> read the book it's in the play the video game all that shit is in there because everybody like oh i can't wait for blah 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 to, to grow up and become the serious of the blah 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 i'm like okay whatever you guys are way too much into this shit can't That's- wait till harry and Ginny get together and <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing we're not qualified to talk about this show i guess eli <laughs> We need like an no. expert to. That's the only reason. Well, I watched the first episode like whenever it came on. I mean, it was Star Wars weekend. You're gonna have a lot. You gotta really wow me to like to get my attention on Star Wars weekend. All right. Yeah. So that episode came out. I watched the first episode. I'm like, okay, I. Right. And then you were like, Have you watched Witcher yet? I watched the whole season. I'm like, ah, shit. 
Well, maybe I should watch another. Maybe I should try watch. I watched another episode. I gave. I did an, <laughs> and, and yeah, I, I you know, I, but but I, had it come out like earlier, maybe I would have really been into it. But I I'm just too pre. I'm starting. I started watching Rebels, Star Wars Rebels on Disney. Oh, Disney Plus. Okay. So so that's what I've been doing lately, and um. I might like solo better after I watch. Now this is all connected. Yeah. So. Ooh, I recognize that. Because <laughs> <laughs> they throw all your Easter eggs just for the fans, you know. Yeah. So yeah, so we got The Witcher, and like I said, I don't know these characters, but apparently people that know this lore, they know these kids just like we know, you know, Captain America and Thor. They know these folks like that. Mm-hmm. So this is their shit, you know. Yeah. Um, uh, Henry Cavill, like I said, he. Honestly, he's he's playing. He's doing a good job playing whatever the fuck he's playing. I think he, the Witcher. The okay, yeah, the Witcher. <laughs> I think he <laughs> honestly, I think he's a better Witcher than he is a Superman. Sure, yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> I, I I mean, I'm just saying it because I just thought, like, as a Superman, he was just too stoic and kind of murderous looking. But in this one, he's required to be stoic, stoic and murderous looking. So I'm like, yeah, you you made for this shit. So yeah, the more he does this shit. The less I want to see him as Superman, like fuck he's Snyder a, he's, Cut. He's a better he's a better brooder than a than a, than like a like a a, a a hopeful. What is Superman? Yeah, like Superman I, doesn't brood. Superman yeah, doesn't brood. Yeah, that's the thing. Superman doesn't brood, but that's all the fuck he did in those movies. So yeah, so the what he's doing now, he's made more. He he fits better for these type of roles, I think. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's that's my thing for him. Oh. Uh, yeah, and where'd you get to the episode when they start showing titties and shit like that? Maybe you start getting into the show more. <laughs> yeah, so, but yeah, overall, which did not crack my top ten. Honestly, I didn't really even think that was that good of a show. I know everybody else just going nuts over and shit like that, but I was like, eh, okay. Oh, uh, if y'all wanted to be the next Game of Thrones, I I guess sure, whatever. So, all we gotta say about that, I guess we moved to the video game section. We're gonna keep it like, wait, we just went to the video game section. We just talked about the video games. That's it. So I guess we talked to the next part. We have to talk about the comic books. Okay. This is the Comic Book Bully Podcast. We're just going to talk about the books that came out not only this week, because guess what? Nothing came out this week. No. Just everything <laughs> came out last week because they decided to take the week off, so everybody's on break right now. But there was one uh, one specific Marvel book that did come out this week, and it's actually like a huge, big book that came out. Can I, can I guys start it off? Can I talk about that? Sure. Okay. So the book that came out is called incoming number one it is a 90 page book it was ten dollars it is basically the only book that marvel dropped this week i think it was like some other books like spider pig some shit no like that. i i read venom venom dropped oh yeah yeah it. venom and i think there's a new doctor strange book that came out but i didn't read doctor strange book i tried to but whatever so yeah so incoming came out and basically like remember what was that book uh marvel 1000 oh yeah, yeah. why didn't they make our list oh yeah i know why they didn't make our list we didn't i didn't even read it oh i only read it okay <laughs> So, okay, so anyway, I'm going to get you caught up because this is kind of like a sequel to that Marvel book. Kind of, but not really. Okay, so the book starts off with, uh, like I said, 90 pages, so I'm just breeze through this shit as fast as possible. The book starts off with the hero that left out that last book called The Masked Raider. Basically, his power is that he has this mask that's made out of, like, the cosmic energy, some shit like that. And what it does, whoever he fights, it raises his fighting ability to match that, that fighter. So, it could be me if I had that mask and like Black Panther walks the door right now. I can fight just good as Black Panther. Basically, that's his superpower. And he's got, you know, 
So uh, he walks in. It's a murder. He's trying to solve a murder mystery, but he knows something is weird about this murder mystery that he knows it's got something to do with superheroes. So he goes find Daredevil. Daredevil goes find another superhero. The other superhero goes find another superhero. And that's pretty much the whole book. Basically what this book, I'm going to just tell you what happens. This is uh, every time a superhero meets another superhero, he's like, hey, somebody died. But I ain't seen you in a while. What happened to you? Oh, yeah, man. This last year, I got kidnapped and died and came back and blah, blah, blah. And then, okay, see you later. And then it's a little cliffhanger about what's going to happen to them later on down the road. So basically what this whole book is, it's a story, but it's really just a recap of Marvel this year. Like all their stories. Like everybody's in like uh, Captain Marvel and the Hulk and Amadeus Cho. And did you know they had a, a all Asian Avengers team? No. Yeah, agents. A, uh, not Asians. <laughs> agents. <laughs> of Agents. <laughs> So Agents of Atlas is just nothing but Asian superheroes just all on one team. I'm like, I, I didn't know there was a thing. Like, okay. So they got a they got a whole team. Uh the Avengers show up and the Defenders show up and Jessica Jones show up and Ghost Rider shows up and Night Thrasher and Nova and the uh the X-Men. Cause I always wonder how did the X-Men fit in this timeline? Because Hickman just doing whatever the fuck he wants to do. That was interesting because remember we read that book about how uh they read the timeline of House of X two like eventually in the timeline, Mister Sinister fucks them over. Well, oh yeah, yeah. We see Mister Sinister at the bottom of his uh lab, like because Professor X made a rule that you are not allowed to like clone other mutants unless you have the permission. He's like, okay, I'm not gonna clone other mutants, but what I will do is make combinations of these mutants and do the fuck. That's where you got like that Rasputin had like five strains and shit like that. So he's working on that now, but nobody knows he's doing that shit. So that was like the only interesting thing that happened in the book. Other than that, they just hopping from whatever to whatever, whatever. Uh, and the book, oh, and the book ends on another cliffhanger on their next big uh, crossover event that's about to come up. Because uh, what's the new name? Hulkling. There's this Hulkling thing that he's actually like half scroll, half Cree. He combines the scroll and the Cree. So now there's no longer the scroll and the Cree. They're all combined into one race called the Alliance. And he said, the first thing we're going to do, we're going to conquer Earth. Book ends. Next year, Empire. That's the name name of the event coming up. Yeah, yeah that's 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 the book. So you sound book, thrilled. <laughs> I mean, I mean, because I know what the book is. The it's basically look. We got time off. We just need everybody to come in and just write a quick little insert about what you recap what you've done this year and little do a little cliffhanger about what you're going to work on next year. This is just a mission statement. That's all it is. It's not even really a book. It's just like a, a, a business plan. That's what, you re, that's what you read. That's what it felt like, you know. So it didn't even really feel like a story to me. It was just like a, a thing that Marvel has going on. So overall, it still had cool art. It still had some cool stories in there and shit like that. I get 3.5 out of 5. And then you just got to rush out and read. But if you just want to just catch up, like, what is what point is Marvel continuity at right now, this is just a refresher course. That's all. And that's all it needs to be. So, yeah. Are we going to talk about Doomsday Clock? We are, but I was gonna let you read uh, review a book first. Then we're gonna talk about Doomsday Clock. Okay. Well, what did I didn't read? Oh, Venom. <laughs> now, I'm trying this... to see if Venom tied into this bullshit that I just read. So I don't know. Venom's trying to fucking join the fucking or the Avengers want Venom to join. Why? And I'm and I'm like, yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh man, is this well, where well, they kill it? He, he said the asses in in the, in the last. Crossover. Yeah, basically, I was like, "Is this is this is this what they're gonna do now? Is make Venom a good guy I now? Mean, that, that's kind of like if, if turn you... him 
Turn him fluffy. We're going to have fluffy Venom now. I mean, he, he's a cash cow now, so they can't have him just being a terrorist and shit like that. So if yeah. you say the Avengers' asses, they have to at least extend the invitation. Yeah. So, yeah, Captain America shows up, and they're basically, like, giving him an interview. And I mean, there's still interesting stuff going on between him and Dylan, his son, and all that shit. Mm-hmm. But he goes to an island to try and fight Carnage. Because he's got Carnage in him now. You know, oh, yeah, because he, he, like, Car- combined some shit. With- he sucked Carnage out of Carnage. You know, in, in absolute carnage. But I was just like, eh. Number, what is this, number 22 or 21? 21, yeah. Yeah, I was just, I don't care. Three out of five. Because <laughs> here's the thing, because there was a Venom excerpt in that book I just uh, reviewed. And like I said, we know, like, in the absolute carnage that, you know, Noel got loose and he's just flying towards yeah. Earth. Yeah, he knows Noel's coming, but he's not telling anybody about it. Gotcha. So, like, in every planet that Noel goes by, he just, like, fucks the planet up and it just disappears like that. But here's the thing, like, like, uh... Oh, so Noel is, Noel is on the way and he's fucking shit up? Yeah, like, he's on the way to fucking shit up. And Dylan can see him. Okay, yeah. I don't know, was that in, in the book at all? Yeah, Dylan, well, Dylan, Dylan's got powers and they're not telling anybody. Yeah. Dylan, Dylan's not telling Eddie he's got powers and, and Eddie's not telling anybody that Noel's coming. Okay. Because Dylan oh. can see Noel coming like plain as day. Like he sees him coming. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's interesting. I don't yeah. know why it wasn't in this book. That's what I'm wondering. I like that. That's pretty interesting. So, okay. So that's all they yeah. did. Like that book I reviewed, it just planting seeds of what's about to happen next year. So, yeah. It sounds like they're building up towards an event that I don't give a shit about. Really. Yeah. Or, or, or events. <laughs> Another yeah. World Realms 2 or some shit, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, you know, I don't care. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Now, can we talk about Doomsday Clock? Sure. Okay. Yeah, let's, if you want. Okay, this Doomsday Clock, and damn, we talked all this shit. I, I forgot everything that happened in this book. <laughs> you might have to help me out. Okay, so this is Doomsday Clock. I, thought, no- I, I was like, I was reading this. Oh, Leroy's going to love this. <laughs> <laughs> I, I sped through it too fast. But anyway, let's, let's see what I remember from this book. Okay, this is Doomsday Clock, number 12, the end, the wrap-up of this story. This is done. Okay. Three years in the making. Three years in the fucking making. So... What we have is uh, Superman facing off with Dr. Manhattan. They're just standing in the White House. And then you got Kondak forces versus the Russian forces. And they're trying to just tear the shit out of each other. Superman standing in between each other trying to stop them from fighting. Meanwhile, they're just throwing shit all over the place. He's trying to save other people while trying to stop them from fighting. And Dr. Manhattan's just looking at him like, what the fuck are you doing? Superman's like, well, just standing there with your dick hanging out and shit like that. Like, go save somebody. You know, he's like, nah, I ain't gonna do shit. Because I already know what's about to happen. He's like, well, what's about to happen? Either you're going to kill me or I'm going to kill you, one or the other. You're like, no, you're not going to kill me. So once the time finally comes down, Superman, oh, oh, we're right there. Because Dr. Manhattan straight up tells Superman, like, yes, all this fucked up shit happened right now. I caused all this. Your whole world, your whole universe, I caused that shit. So everything that is fucked up happening to you is because of me. Like, your parents are dead because of me. Now, how does that make you feel, Superman? And all of a sudden, you know, Superman's heat vision, eyes start glowing and shit like that. He's getting ready to punch. But he doesn't punch Dr. Manhattan. He punches like some fire Russian dude behind him that was about to attack him. And Dr. Manhattan like, well, why'd you do that? He's like, the reason I did that is because obviously there's some fucked up shit going on with you. But you can do good if you want to. You have a choice to do stuff. You don't have to just go through the motions. If you want to make a choice and help some funny, you can do something. He's like, hey, you know what? I guess I can. Okay. Well, let me just destroy everything. And then he just blinks and everything just disappears. So apparently, right before our eyes, Dr. Manhattan has caused another crisis. Just reboot the universe for the fuck of it. So we see Superman's 
uh, <laughs> ship crash on the world again. We go through the whole nothing. But here's the interesting thing. Now, in the soup, in the new Fifty Two Origin of Superman, uh, his parents died on prom night. Got in a car crash. They died because the brakes, the uh, their brakes went out because Mister Mixio Plicknick fucked the brakes up because he played a practical joke of Superman, so like that. However, since Doctor Manhattan has rebooted the universe, Superman saves them this time. So basically, everything that the New Fifty Two did, that Doctor Manhattan did, he's undid it. So everything is technically back to the the, the crisis area again. So the New Fifty Two never happened. I guess. I guess. If if you if that's what you want to say, I don't know. That's what happened. And then uh, Doctor Manhattan keeps going on like, yeah, because every time, every so often, every five years, every ten years, and shit like that, the universe. Will and, and oh, he also restored the multiverse, also, which was gone. But now yeah. he said he blinks his hand and said, Yeah, it's back now. Fuck it. So the Just Society are back when they've been blinked out in 52. The leading superheroes are back, which Ben just brought them back anyway with like no explanation whatsoever. But fuck it, they're back. Uh, <clears throat> what else happens? So he keeps going in, in the future time, like, okay, like in 2020, Superman is here. In 2025, you're gonna reboot the universe again. In 2030, he's gonna fight. Thor, and he's gonna fight this green dude that's stronger than Doomsday. That's gonna give it up. Like, wait, call Secret Crisis? Like, wait, what? what? What are you trying to say? Are you saying that a Marvel and DC crossover is gonna happen in twenty thirty? I was wondering about that. I yeah. was, I was wondering. I was like, you know, because. But then I'm like, well, there's a bunch of Greek gods and goddesses in the DC. Th- there is. There is. Like, and, I think. Like, she- like, like I think there is a Thor that exists in the DC universe, but yes, I wasn't sure about that. But yeah. but but I think that's the I think that's the loophole they did. They were like, okay, we can get away with saying Thor because technically we have a Thor. But yeah. when you say Thor, you know who they're talking about. So yeah. like Superman's gonna fight Thor and he's a green fight Goliath, a green Goliath, right? And they're like, yeah. now come on, we know there's only one green Goliath that's stronger than Doomsday. So they know yeah. the way, and then they call it Secret Crisis. Secret wars, crisis. secret crisis, yeah, wars, yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's the thing there, and then may not even more interesting. The more interesting thing is that they actually revealed that five G thing they were talking about. Okay, yeah. They, so they said, and then we're going to reboot the universe. And we're going to do call a crisis called five G, and it says something about like Batman has a daughter that's going to try mm-hmm. to save Damien or some shit. So, so he's going to have a, I don't know. Anyway, point is. <laughs> Doctor Manhattan has caused another crisis right under the nose that may or may not affect the universe because Jeff Johns is no longer even in charge of the DC universe anymore. So stay tuned. Yeah. Next on DC Comics. Because they moved <laughs> Jeff Johns up to the movie universe because they tired of Zack Snyder fucking up everything, so they put Jeff Johns in his position, kinda. So they got, I think, Jim Lee running the DC side of it, so he might not give a shit about none of this shit. You're like, yeah, that was cool what you just did, Jeff Johns. I really don't care. And just do his own thing. <laughs> so that's DC for you. <laughs> we don't okay. know. Uh, overall, it was cool, but I just don't know. But the reason I was excited about this because I thought, okay, it's going to be some big changes that's going to happen to DC. And now we don't know if there's going to be a big change or not. Like, man, some of this shit may not even happen. Like, like the whole universe has just been completely changed. The Justice Society is back, who've been wiped out of existence. His parents are back, who's supposed to be dead. You know, Lex Luthor is like- Yeah. Yeah, it just seems like he just went back to status quo. That's exactly what happened. Basically what happened is that it's not that he changed anything. All he did was just erase the new 52. That's all he did. (laughs) 
So nothing changed. Everything just went back the way it was, like it was ten years ago. Yeah. So yeah. Overall, eh, I'll give it a four. What about yeah, I, I, yeah, you were nice to this book, weren't you? I thought you were going to like it a lot more. I did, but I mean, when it, but honestly, if I didn't know behind all the behind the scenes bullshit, I probably would have liked it more. Yeah. But now that I know all that shit, it's just like this book is it, it, it basically what it is is that the book took too long to come out that at yes. this point is pointless. Yeah, ba- that's exactly how I felt because after watching like the Watchmen show, yeah, <laughs> this just felt like a little like really lackluster. Yeah, it, it felt like fluff. It's like okay, y'all just doing just normal. Yeah. You, basically, yeah. what you want to take the Watchmen. And put them in a superhero universe when they were never yeah. meant to fit in there to begin with. Yeah, and maybe if it came out like on time and not been delayed for two fucking years or three years, yeah. it might have meant something more. But it just, it just, it, it you know, felt like they're cashing in on the Watchmen. Yeah, I mean, especially coming out one week after the season finale of the right. show. And, you know, thing and was, like, I was like, really, and you, you're exactly right, Eli. I was yeah. super excited for this book before that TV show. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and this show is like one of the best comic book adaptions ever. Right. So I mean, when it's I faithful watched, and it's right. Yeah. So when I watch the TV show, and then I go back to this, this doesn't yeah. seem as good as it as did before. Yeah, because I mean, the show is like faithful to the source material. It's thought provoking. It's challenging. It pushed boundaries and dealt with all these current events. And this book just kind of like I felt like a step backwards. It's, it was just a superhero comic. With yeah, that's all the it first, was. Yeah, the first Watchmen series all about how superheroes can be corrupted and outdated and useless and how society doesn't need superheroes. And this comic is like, no, we need superheroes, right. particularly DC superheroes. Right. So, oh, yeah, because at the end, Dr. Manhattan <laughs> steals a kid, raises yeah. him to be Superman, yeah. you know, some shit. It's basically a love letter to DC. You know, it's an ad for DC. Yeah, you know? in DC. So they're just, stroking, they're just stroking themselves off. Yeah. See how look how cool we are. You know, and I'll give it I'll give it that Jeff Johns wrote a great story. It's brilliantly written. The art is fucking dope, Mm -hmm. you know, and how Jeff Johns ties everything together. It's very well done. And if you're a Superman fan, I'm sure you're like, oh, yeah, it it almost felt too sappy because all of a sudden now what Dr. Manhattan got so inspired. He decided to put pants on now. Yeah. Yeah, but like I don't after have to have a dick show, out anymore because Superman didn't have his dick out. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, just after watching the show and how great that show was, this just felt like kind of shallow. Yeah, you know what I mean, it, it did. It yeah. and I, I hate to say it because I was like really excited for this whole series, but it just doesn't look the same after watching this show. Yeah, yeah, because I was reading it and I was just like like rolling my eyes the whole time, <laughs> and I'm like, Leroy's gonna love this shit. They're totally stuck in Superman's dick. It was too corny for even me. Yeah. I was like, they're totally like sucking Superman's dick this whole fucking issue. <laughs> <laughs> and then like fucking Doctor Manhattan was like, damn, Superman, take off your pants. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh yeah. man, it's 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 disappointing, Eli. Not just I, I, I don't I don't know. It just they should it. it I want to know how we're gonna view this book years down the road because right now it's not it's not favorable. This is a book yeah. that you're going to have to sit back and just read the whole thing at once because it's been so spaced out that it's mm-hmm. kind of hard to just gauge what this story is really about anymore. Because I completely forgot what it was about anyway, like yeah. from the first issue to now. Yeah, I mean, the timing, it, it all came down to timing, and it just, the timing was just wrong, you know, yeah. to finally end it right, like I said, a week after the season finale. We're going to have that to, show yeah. meant so much 
and you know provoked all this conversation and pushed buttons and pissed people off and was just so ingrained in our current social climate right you know which is what the watchman was meant to do right. and this is just like hey superheroes are cool especially our old our old superheroes remember them how old how cool they are yeah, back the in Just the old society days? Yeah. <laughs> yeah you know <laughs> <laughs> you know so i was just like eh <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing. Like, if you watch, like, if, even if, we can recommend people to read the original Watchmen comic, and we can recommend people to watch the TV show because you're in the same vein. But I can't recommend somebody to read this comic after watching the TV show. I, I can't do it in, in 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 good judgment, you know, because <laughs> yeah. you're just reading another superhero comic, which the whole thing Watchmen's trying to do is subvert the whole superhero genre, not just crank out another superhero comic. Yeah. Which this that's what this was. Yeah, you know, so. I don't know. What, 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 what's your score? I gave it a three out of five. I mean, Damn. okay. It yeah, was cool, at least Gary Frank had the artwork. Come on. It had cool art, and I will give, like I said, it's brilliantly written. How he tied everything together. Mm-hmm. How he <clears throat> makes homages to all the old superheroes. It's, it's, yeah. It's, it's. I'll give him that. That it's written very well, but mm-hmm. it just doesn't mean as much to me. You know. I agree so. with you. Yeah. It's. I don't know, just all of a sudden it was supposed to be this book supposed to be this game change. Now it just feels like filler. Yeah, yeah. But that's all I got. I'm booked out. I don't know, I don't know what else you got. Yeah, um, we can cut it, cut it, cut it. <laughs> oh, okay. I feel like you had some more. You're just like, fuck it. We'll see no, for next it was decade. a light week. It was a light week, you know. Was, well, I mean, everything came out last week because they knew they were going to take this week off. So, yeah. Yeah. I um, like fucking bucks on fucking comics last week. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, like I said, if you listen this long, definitely like, share, and subscribe. Definitely listen to our other podcasts. We have a uh, comic cast, which actually had uh, Matthew Rosenberg on there. So, definitely listen to that. Yeah. yeah that and I cool. think, didn't this episode, uh, Adam Wade Adams, like, run the whole episode? I started, I didn't listen to the whole thing yet, but I, yeah, it was just, yeah, Boogie was gone and Adam was hosting. Oh, I got to hear how that sounds. The inmates <laughs> are running the asylum. <laughs> uh, definitely listen to our sister podcast, Geek Sav. Uh, also listen to Hoodoo TV, This Geeks and Comics, uh, Wrestling Council, Talking Balls. No, don't listen to Talking Balls anymore. Not, not that's not a bad show. It's football season's over, so. <laughs> well, at least I think their season is over, so no reason to listen anymore. Uh, yeah. and yeah, this week, like I said, next time we're gonna, we're gonna do this again. It's gonna be a completely new decade. We're gonna be in the Roaring Twenties. Woo! Al Capone. <laughs> no, Bootleggers. <laughs> We're gonna bring all that fashion back to Great Depression. It's all coming back. Wait, was that no? That's the third. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's all coming back. So that's what we're gonna do from there. Oh, um, and yeah, like I said, the, now one thing I did love about the Witcher that almost made me put on there that fucking theme song. And that's what we're gonna go out okay. with. <laughs> not the not the Death Metal Vader band. No, no? not that. One. No. <laughs> <laughs> Far from that. <laughs> that's what we're gonna. That's what we're gonna go out on 2019 for. So uh, until then, this is Leroy. This is Eli. And see you next decade. When a humble bar graced a ride along with Geralt of Rivia, along came this song. From when the white wolf fought a silver-tongued devil, his army of elves and his hooves did they revel. They came after me with masterful deceit Broke down my loot and 
They kicked in my teeth While the devil's horns minced our tender meat And so cried the witcher He can't be bleed Toss a coin to your witcher O oh, valley of plenty O oh, valley of plenty Toss a coin to your witcher, O valley of plenty. At the edge of the world, fight the mighty hope that bashes and breaks you and brings you to more. He thrust every far back on the shelf. High up on the mountain, from whence it came ah, He wiped out your past, got kicked in his chest 